Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey, I'm your host, Marcus. Uh, what is good? What's going on, people? It's uh, only one more day, and then it's Friday, and it's the weekend, and I'm so happy, I'm so excited, I'm so hyped. But enough about that. We're not here to talk weekends, we're here to talk 40k. You know, that sweet, grim, dark madness that is the far future. <laughs> so... Today is going to be a pretty cool story. Um, this person formatted their lore very nicely. There's some pictures in it. And, believe it or not, it's an orc one. So you're going to get the joy of hearing me yell stuff like, Don't give them that! You teeth, you finkenstein! And you got to figure out what the fuck I tried to set an orc. So it's going to be very exciting, very cool. Uh, this story is written by Gustav, and it is called Morning Patrol. So let's just dive right into it. The sky was red as Ronan Rubicatus was about to set. However, the morning solely a few hours away since previous Candius would soon rise over the horizon, transfer clear daylight and blazing hot temperatures with it. Stepping out of his throne room filled with various humanoid slaves and exotic squigs, chained up or in cages, overtyrant Urk One-Eye laid his eyes upon his eyes? Hey, hey, hey there, that is an oversight. If he only has one eye. I'm sorry. Okay, carry on. Over tyrant Urk One Eye laid his eye upon the last sunlight of the dead red on. (laughs) The faint sunlight hit his face as he stepped out on the filthy street, revealing his stern demeanor. A face full of orky power and confidence. The type of face that stared you down and promised a good beating if you didn't back off. And maybe one if you did. Urk was on his daily patrol through the city of Tyrant's Hideout, or Urk's Dur, as the Urks call it, a massive area of huts, workshops, and shanty towns, rather than a city. Urk, checking if everything was in order, tried to whisk the sand mites swirling around his face. Often he forgot why he was strolling around, but he was always reminded of the importance of his daily task by Gork and Mork whispering to him. Oh, I loves him still squirming. Give me that piece of dirt. Oh, he's gonna eat dirt. Touch me food and you will draw back, scavenge rump. A circle of Gretchen seemingly up to no good was fighting amongst themselves. Oi, what you think you're doing? Bellowed the large goth boss. Pointed his scorcher at a number of grots. He thought he to be robbing a bunch of passed out orcs, still drunk from the night. The Gretchen's face had turned and flinched instinctively, expecting a beating. Nuffkin, boss. We just have an argument, that's all, whimpered one of the Gretchens. Don't give me that! You're up to something! The towering orc looked suspicious, thinking where the runt herder was, and why he hadn't put them in their cages with the other grots overnight. 
Runtz annoyed him as it truly unorky to have an argument that doesn't involve a beating. Even humans, although not as shifty as Groth's, could hold themselves in a fight against Gretchen. Urk hated Groth's and how they wriggled around when they moved. As he was looking around, the large goth saw smoke rising from the brew house and slop shops like a bulging black torso over the city. Urk knew this meant that Slopper Roofs and Gretchen were preparing the spiciest of snotling stews, crunchy squig pies, kebab slave umis, and other delicacies only imaginable to the orc. He could smell the exquisite reek of overly burnt flesh, and an instantaneous hunger struck him. With drool dripping from his lip and his body turned away from the grots, Gork and Mork noticed how Orc had seemed to lose his focus, although the Grot's still shivering by his presence. "'Do's not telling you something what's Grot's eating?' a voice from within a giant Orc informed him. Urk halted for a moment. Food is what was on his mind, after all. The boss turned facing the Gretchen, still standing in a circle, cowering over something and observing him in terror. "'What's that?' he grunted pointed his scorcher once again at the grots. There was a, su- a stunned silence. Um, you tell him, I'm one of the seemingly bigger grots called Icky. He answered and pushed another smaller grot in front of him towards the bot. What? I'm not going first. Why can't you tell him? The smaller Gretchen said together with his falsetto voice while he was wavering. Listening to the grots with their secretly screechy voices argue, arguing started to cause Urk One-Eye to lose his temper. "'Cause he's the roof and I'm the boss!' Icky answered with a stern look, quickly turning frightened as he realized what he had just uttered in front of the real boss. Picking up that, Urk hadn't realized which of them had called themselves boss in his presence. Icky quickly pointed on the smaller grot he just bullied. "'It was him, boss!' Icky said, alleviating himself of all blame for what he had said." All the grots around nodded conformingly as their knees were shaking in fear. Urk quickly grabbed the smaller grot with his power call, Bone Shanka. Twisting his little body, attempting to get out of the grasp, there was little poor grot could do. If it looked like a grot, hop the grot, and make noise like a grot, then it is a grot. But a grot, boss, there is no such thing, Urk said, and the large goth threw the grot into his mouth. A brief scream from within the orc's mouth was heard until he chewed his initial bite, but by the second, slowly crunching noises could be distinguished as the orc grinded his teeth through bone, tissue, and bone. Standing in both terror and awe, the other Gretchens were barely moving. Staring at the boss while a boss with a mouthful of Gretchen started to talk to himself. Look to what? What's that? Oi, I can't hear. You all talking like you know what them grotties. Oh, Mork, these grots make me all yinky, you see. All right. The commotion had wakened several of the drunken grots around them, and conjointly smaller groups of newly wakened mobs of both orcs and grots were gathering around to see what was going down. Here now, what's he grubbing on, ye little stinky runts? The orc boss was now speaking with a louder voice. What's that? He pointed at what one of the grots had in his mouth packed with. Oh, nothing, you benevolence, the orc mumbled as he was still chewing. It's just in lots while I'm stressed. So use nothing on something. What is that? And is what I be asking again? 
The goth pointed at a pair of legs sticking out of the mob of Gretchen as someone was lying on the ground in the middle of the group. Er, scratch boss, what amongst Grimm's guts lot? But we's we would never eat, I'm the boss seeing all bones and eat icky, he uttered. He's lying, Irk was able to distinguish Mork's voice saying. None of your lies or is gonna offer ya a taste of me boot ya. Ork shouted at Icky. Okay, boss, we's eaten. I'm a, uh, but we's were stone dead once we found him. The grot paused for a moment. Course, he defended himself in he was saying he was alive. <laughs> he was simply sleeping. But Grimgut's lot is death skills and days of the sneaky liars, aren't they, boss? Maybe, the annoyed grot spoke true. Death skulls couldn't even be trusted. Urk was thinking about very little in forms of his own concepts and conclusions could be made. Have you tried turning it on and off again? That's usually all fixes McGubbins. But then he might wake up. Urk paused for a second. What you mean that's not how it works? Urk was now speaking to himself again, shaking his head as clear. Um, shaking his head to clear it. Urk looked straight at Icky. Alright, you give me a piece of that scratch and I might think about not squishing ya. Oh, great Orc! Scratch is not tasty in the slightest. That's why we's eating him. We's know you on patrol and we saved you some dis night boomer just for you. Only two teeth and it's all yours. Although terrified by the warboths, Icky couldn't help himself but to observe if there were any pouches often or open that small Gretchen fingers could accidentally slip into and find themselves a free teeth. Yeah, yeah, stop whispering at me, I knows. Urk started to look a bit irked while the grots were looking at each other in confusion, shrugging their shoulders. Slamming Bone Shaker in front of him angrily as to make a point to someone, the claw hit the ground with a large thump and clanking noise. The dust flying off it was answered with coughing from the grots. The goths were now towering over the Gretchens. Is thinks I will gob on both scratch and that finger you're on about, free of charge. Holstering his scorcher before moving his hand, though the gathering Gretchen mob, or through the gathering Gretchen mob, he shoved them aside to get a hold of whatever was left of scratch hidden within the mob. Oi, no need, boss. No need to push. We can have him. Urk got a hold of Scratch's leg and dangled his torn body over the head, over his head as Umis do with grapes and dropping the Gretchen into his mouth and commenced chomping on him, seeming less pleased to eat the second grot, but more seemed to chew on him in fr on him from a state of anger rather than hunger. Puh, disgusting little git, Urk spat. What was left of Scratch's carcass all over the ground? Now let's see if you rappins ain't turf. Give me that night boomer. Urk's shadow was covering the grot mob. Boss, ye wants it free, and I wants to sell it for two teeth. Maybe we, when teeth will do, Boss, just picked it. Fatty, fat and juicy. Icky dangled the warded night boomer in front of himself. I don't think so. Now give it here. Orc reached 
uh, or Irk reached out to Icky with his palm facing upward so that Icky could hand over the tasty fungi. Icky resentfully handed over the fungus as he muttered, Ye should give me that teeth. What you say? L- l- long live the chief boss. Just, just think it out loud. Alright, don't get uppity, I'm just asking. Squint in his eyes with a low sense of suspicion, Urk began to chew the night boomer. Oh, that's tasty. Oh, that's real tasty, the orc bellowed. Any more where that came from? No, boss, that's all I had. Orc wasn't having it anymore with these runts speaking in riddles and fancy words. Riddles and fancy words. Oh, man. He uplifted his power claw to bring it down on the grot and then paused mid- midair. I don't care. Theirs is over grots to carry out tasks. Orc squeezed his fist so hard that the knuckles started to crack. Git, I hate ye whimpering, Mork. Just let me stump these gits. Ah, all right. He took a deep breath. Okay, little grotty friend. Is will personally see to it that ye gets loads of teeth per price from whatever orc standing closer for some more of that tasty shroom. Orc said, not even looking at Icky, and clearly annoyed. Loads of teeth per piece were a tremendously good price for a night boomer. Icky thought this had to be the one truly stupid orc. Then Icky thought most orcs were dumb as a brick. Now that is, come to think about it, I got more here. Icky searched through his pouches, excited for a deal, but also scared of what the warbots might do next. Icky picked up one more piece of night boomer. As he reached to give it to the orc, a powerful blow to the chest hit Icky, and he fell to the ground out of breath. Orc had poked him with his fat finger, the size of Icky's entire torso, and flung him to the ground, and got him seated. Loads of teeth! You yanking me for a fool! Orc bellowed. Boss! Loads of teeth was your idea! Stop talking! I'll smack him about real good, and I'm a, I'm all his mates. A clearly resentful Orc was once again arguing with himself. Looking more and more frustrated, Orc took a moment to silence, looking out into the open, and continued to speak. All right, all right. For loads of teeth, eyes would make me a proper large worky bits for some boinkers. Ye understand? Not some stupid night boomer. What's a lodge? Oh? What's an orky gits? What you mean not orky gits? Never mind, you stupid lit. Orc punched his own forehead as if to get the voices in his head out. See, now you made the boss angry. Icky said to another grot. Within seconds, a uh, full-out grot brawl was on, as this grot had learned not to take the blame for Icky's mischief. The two grots wrestled and shouted disrespect at one another, while the other Gretchens either tried to break the fight or stick the sh- their shivs in the side of whoever they were th- they thought were losing, rob each other, or just hurl insults to whoever was nearby. All Orc could hear was squeaking noises, irritating his ears as he couldn't listen to whatever the Gretchens were saying anymore. His vision started to shrink and his heart rate started to go up. Heavy panting and drool came and grunts came out of his mouth, and he slowly felt he was losing control. Easy, easy, Mork's voice instructed Urk from within. Oi, shut it! Get out of my head!
Suddenly, a splat of blood from an ongoing fight below him landed on Orc's face. A beady red eye of Orc started to darken as if his pupil dilated and turned the eye into a blackish crimson haze. Muscles twitched on his face, nostrils flared. Lips split back and along the full length of his daggered teeth, revealing a psychotic grin. All that resembled the goth warboss was gone, and the beast inside him was revealed. The moronic mad boy, with blood splattered on his face, looked crazy, but calm at the same time, as if he finally didn't have to put up a facade to, to the world around him. A release of sorts. A relief of sorts, much like the drug addict getting his fix again. He roared, Wog! With a loud outcry, Orc, Orc brought Bone Shaka down on the grots. The battle cry was answered by the orcs around him as they all flung into battle with one another. In the thick of battle cries, the city had awoken. A good, a good all-scrap hadn't occurred within the city in some days, and one could tell the orcs had longed for it. The city turned into a giant brawl, orcs punching the teeth out of each other as Gretchen scrambled between legs to try to steal teeth falling to the ground. In an instant, the local boat brawl spread through the city, and the distinct sounds of gunfire and explosions filled the air as thick, thick smoke rose over the city blocks. Looking around, Gobbit, the voice of Gork and Mork, and likewise the Gretchen on orcs' shoulder speaking into his ear, <laughs> Wait a minute. Look, looking around, Gobbit, the voice of Gork and Mork, and likewise the Gretchen on Orc's shoulder speaking into his ear, saw the carnage all around him. With buildings raised to the ground, squigs let loose from their pens and rampaging through the streets, Umi Blackfleet slaves crawling out of their caves, cages and instantly getting swarmed with grots, stabbing and biting them. Not because they like to do it, but because they know that the humies don't. Gobbit knew what this meant for now. It was just to sit tight and wait for Urk to calm down, hopefully sooner than later. Close to midday, the fight had lost momentum, and from the battling mound of bodies came an odd battle cries of, Oi! Guroff! Mine! I saw that first! The Orcs and Gretchens were now instead fighting over the spoils. Gobbit was always surprised at how stupid his mount was, and how Goss would never seem to understand order and the importance of a well-structured settlement. Pinching his nose bridge with one hand and the other hand gripping a chain around Orc's back, Gobbit was observing how just the morning patrol had turned into a battlefield and thousands of his subordinates had been killed, not only by each other, but also by Urk, his own enforcer. Gobbit watched in frustration as the fight spread through the mob, Grots punching each other, piles of greenskin wrestling, struggling and fighting as they vented their anger on one another. Muttering to himself, Gobbit Skorogrot then tried to speak as Urk as he seemed to calm down from the bloodshed. Gobbit was sure Yumi's didn't have this problem. Okay. Wow. That's a cool story. Um, let's... Fuck. <laughs> So at the beginning, you you set up just so perfectly. Like this guy thinks he's hearing from Gork and Mork, and it just turns out to be little old fucking Gobbit on his shoulder whispering his ear. <laughs> Literally, the voice in his head is just a grot on his shoulder. Holy fuck, that got me so good. 
Oh man, great story. I really enjoyed it. As much as I hate reading orc shit, like like trying to read it, I mean, like I like reading it. But yeah, man, that was cool. Um, uh, it was so well done, man. Like uh, there was so many neat parts to it. I I normally don't comment too much on like uh, like the words used and stuff, but like this was really well well written. Like some of your sentences, like really rolled off the tongue and like really sounded nice like let's read this one here um preparing the spiciest of snotling stews crunchy squig pies kebab slave yumis and other delicacies delicacies only imaginable to the orc he could smell the exquisite reek of overly burnt flesh and an instantaneous hunger struck him yeah like there's just some really good like sentences that are just kind of really well constructed and like yeah they just they're very descriptive. I really like that. Um, something you guys can't see either is that uh, there's actually some pictures included included in this too. So as I'm scrolling through the episode notes or whatever, it's pretty cool. Like he, he drew out a map of Tyrant's hideout and kind of like locations and just like a cool little orc map. He also has a picture of his war boss and it's fucking huge. It, it looks like it's the size of a knight. Um, it's fucking huge. It's sweet. Really cool. I, I like the night boom apart too, like uh, this grot trying to haggle over some like mushroom he found and come on boss, just give me some teeth, just one lowly tooth, you know, um, but the boss like, he's not gonna fucking give you a tooth, you're luck- your little fucking grot, he's not gonna do anything for you, um, the grot's lucky he didn't die, but I'm sure he did in the in the battle, but um, yeah, the night boom apart was cool, I wonder if that was like some like, something specific to orcs i've never heard of that before but it could just be something you made up either way it's a cool little detail yeah this was just like a good classic orc story you know it had everything you wanted it had orcs it had grotz getting the shit kicked out of them and it had fighting and it ended in violence which is always fantastic it sounds like the perfect day as much as um as much as Gobbit was, like, annoyed that he lost thousands of his orcs, I'm sure all the orcs had a fantastic time that day. And they're, like, at the bar in the night. They're like, yeah, what a rounding. <laughs> I'm not even going to speak orc. What a, what a, what a, what a brawl that was. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man, like, that was, yeah, they probably had a great day. Well, um, yeah, that, that was Morning Patrol by Gustav. Um. Thank you so much for sharing. I, uh, <laughs> I struggled reading it, but I enjoyed reading it. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, hey, I have a Discord channel. If you guys want to come hang out on my Discord channel and um, maybe you guys can give your feedback about this story. Maybe you guys could try reading this story so you know how friggin' tough it was. Um, whatever, come join the Lorehammer Discord. If you need a link, just send me a message or whatever. I think there's also a, a link in, our, uh, in the show notes or whatever. But uh, yeah, once again, that was Morning Patrol by Gustav. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, So tomorrow is Friday, and I think we're going to have a really long episode for you tomorrow. So see you then. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email 
lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.